You're listening to a Flawless Noises Media Network production. Welcome back to the Crown of College Podcast, presented to you by Flawless Gnosis Media. Just for tonight, I am one half of your host because our brother Will is under the weather. Life be life and he has succumbed to, you know, a bad day and also, you know, bad. I don't want to say bad body because I don't want to be disrespectful to him. But (laughs) but sometimes, you know, your your physical and your metaphysical ain't just ain't popping at the same time, you know, and that and and that tends to happen. You know, it's season change. We finally actually getting fall and shit. So it happens. But I am Jeremy. I am Black Dante on Twitter and a whole bunch of other stuff that you don't need to know about me because I don't want you niggas to find me because some of y'all are weird but i'm joined by what's going on y'all it's bianca um and that's it short sweet and to the point very efficient you're doing amazing bianca unlike me in literally any other phase of my life but you know Uh, you know i i can sympathize um but you know what is amazing is something that is making a triumphant return that is the popeye spicy chicken sandwich cue them claws it's back y'all it's bike i can't it's believe bike. it i'm excited i'm let me, listen let me tell you something let me tell you something me myself personally i jeremy the nigga that is me i in this body on this format this day at this hour i okay with the, with the hair bland callback you know fuck you girl <laughs> You go to hell. <laughs> nah, not really. But <laughs> I, for one, enjoyed the, the the Popeye chicken sandwich. I think to me, to me, it is one of the better sandwiches that I have ever tasted. Um, I was a, <laughs> I was a consistent consumer of that goddamn sandwich, and I'm excited excited to have it back. I mean, it gives me a reason to. I mean, granted, I know they're a corporation and they trash and they own right, but it gives me a reason to like. To look at your fillet like, girl, fuck you, um, and not have right. a, and not have a guilty conscience. Um, so yeah, I'm excited for it to be back. And then it's coming back on a Sunday. I mean, it's just, I mean, if you look at the material, again, the Lord don't come when you want him, but He always on time. And Popeyes is coming on a Sunday, which is we know what the day that the Lord risen on the third day on November third. I mean, it just feels right. It just comes together, to be honest. Just the way our Lord and Savior who died for our sins intended. Yes, for, for us to eat spicy Popeye's. Now they did go up on the price. But I mean I mean when when the when the block is hot and the price of the brick go up, I mean what you expect? Y'all niggas don't watch the wire. <laughs> right? You 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 niggas don't watch paid in full. Which by the way, for whatever reason, I went on a paid in full like rabbit hole last week, like the movie what the movie was based on, the fact that AZ and, and Poe are still alive, and that Poe and that Cameron literally played his fucking self and paid in full. <laughs> Which I need to go back and watch, by the way. It's been a it's been a long minute since I've seen that, and like I'm not one of those big time movie people anyway. So when people talk about, oh, you ain't seen blah blah blah, your black card is revoked. I'm like, fam, I don't really watch a lot of movies in general. So same to be honest, <laughs> same. So if you want my black card on account of movies, fucking take it. Like just don't put a hole in that. In that, don't punch the hole in like the movie section because like I've seen them. I could say I've seen almost all of them, if not all of them. I don't watch movies that often, so same. The callbacks ain't gonna be great. Same. Like it really like I got those I watch movies, but I don't watch movies and then even with that it's kinda lethargic. Like I really gotta want to get up and go see some shit in order for me to see it. Like I have to really give a fuck and I don't give a fuck about too much these days to be perfectly honest, because the word is shitty. But what's not shitty is the Popeye spicy chicken sandwich. It is coming back. And I for one am happy. I for one am happy. Um I do enjoy the pettiness. <laughs> <laughs> 
I do enjoy the pettiness of it coming back on Sunday, knowing damn well Chick Fil A is closed on Sunday. Yes. I listen. That is the type of pity and carrying on that I enjoy. I'm not even gonna hold you. I enjoy it. I like to do the Michael Jordan letter by fax to to announce it. I'm back. And that's it. Yes. Yes. I mean, it makes sense because I mean they. I mean, even though I don't particularly enjoy that mimosa eye color fave that y'all have the nigga did come back in style and so did Popeye's spicy chicken sandwich so <laughs> i mean come on that motherfucker's eye michael jordan eyes look like some fucking mimosas at front page news and you're not gonna tell me otherwise god damn it you do got them room temp- temperature margarine eyes he do room <laughs> temperature <laughs> he do he do all goddamn waffle color eyes ass nigga boy eyes color surge mm did we talk? Did we fucking talk about him trolling last week? I can't remember. We didn't, but I kind of feel like we could because one basketball is back. Yes. See that segue? No me. But that's right. Basketball is back, everybody. And wouldn't you know it? As of the time we are recording, at 7:05 p.m. West Coast time, October 28th, the Hawks. And the Timberwolves are at the top of the Eastern and Western Conferences, respectively. Just like we drew it up. Just all according to plan. The Suns dumped on the Clippers so bad that they drug tested the whole team, found out their center was using performance-enhancing drugs. He's been suspended for 25 games. Um, LeBron's hairline is doing a icky shuffle. Listen, let me tell you something. LeBron's hairline looked like a Game of Thrones battle. That motherfucker got the Battle of Winterfell up in his goddamn head, and I just want him to let it go. LeBron, please, you will probably will never hear this a day in your life, and that's fine. But let me tell you something, your illness, King James, Sir James, if you will, let me tell something to you. You are one of the greatest basketball players of all time, one of the greatest basketball players I've ever seen. Maybe the greatest basketball player I've ever seen, to be perfectly goddamn honest. But let me tell you one thing. Your hair Oh, it ain't there no more. Let it go. You got too much goddamn money. You have all the money in the world, LeBron. It makes no motherfucking sense that you walk around with your motherfucking head looking like them got we're looking like them goddamn Photoshop ass beers that niggas on Twitter be having. LeBron, get that shit together. As a matter of fact, don't get it together. Let it go. Listen, some things all fall down. Some listen, fucking um, what's the goddamn um Rome fell. God damn it. Troy failed, LeBron. Your hairline failed. Let it go. Leave it. Go bald, sir. Just let it go. Because this shit is unacceptable. There is no fucking reason that your motherfucking head looks like motherfucker sword fighting in the yard. Please let it go, LeBron. Yeah, the, the triple thick headbands, like, this ain't the move anymore. Like, somebody swipes at the ball, and they miss the ball, and they get your headband, and we get to see, you know, this... George Duke improvisation on your head. It's just like, <laughs> like it's on, so man. it's so bad that like bronze bronze lines don't even line up right. Like his like the lines on his hairline look like Cam Newton typing. Like come on, bro. <laughs> God damn. Like bro. Bruh, I love you and you are so great in every other area except your fucking hairline. Let that shit go. God damn it. In other exciting news, the team that he's sparring three times, the Knicks, won mm. a game. They won a game. They beat don't, the Bulls. Uh, yes. Don't get, seven. To, don't get used to hearing that often. Yeah, the, the, the Knicks uh, missed out on Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving and basically every other free agent this past offseason. So they went and signed a bunch of power forwards. It's, these are all these guys I'm about to name are all new to this team this season. Taj Gibson, Marcus Morris, Bobby Portis, Julius Randle. They're all power forwards. Well, Randle could play some center, but I'm just waiting on the Knicks to run out the full power forward lineup. Just so they yes. can justify having signed all these dudes yes. in one like, like all power forwards and maybe like one point guard if they got them. Nah, just put a center out there. Put Mitchell Robinson on. Put a center. <laughs> just do it like the Lakers are, are 
saying that they're going to do with having Brown play point, even though that is a terrible fucking idea. Yeah, they'd be wanting to have him play point. They'd be wanting to have Anthony Davis play power forward. Anthony Davis has needed to play center since the day he entered the league. Yes. And maybe not right away was he necessarily ready for that level of rigor because he was he was skinny coming out of college. He was yeah, like he was, he was six he's, ten. He was like six ten, like two twenty. Like he was thin. Yeah, he's like he was six. He was skinny. How like Durant is is still skinny now? Because Durant right. put on some weight, but Durant's still like a twig. Yeah, he's still thin at the joints. He still don't have a whole lot of. You know, don't have a whole lot of muscle to him necessarily. But KD game don't really depend on muscle a whole lot. So That's true. That's true. Anthony's does, though. And he's put on weight. Like, he's he's filled out nicely. But, yes, he's oh, yeah, he, he put on a cool 35 pounds. Right. Like, right. Yeah. Right. And, like, that's – playing center is – because, honestly, he really is a power forward. But center is his best position because he creates so many mat, mismatches offensively and defensively like what the fuck center gonna guard him like a true uh, like a true true center what like a like a rudy gobert or a clint yeah. Capella don't stand a chance not a goddamn chance not a single fucking chance so um but and speaking of which, like <laughs> let me tell y'all something right goddamn now let me tell you something i tell you something i tell you one thing the Hawks are going to be fucking sorry. They are going to be trash. They're going to be they, fun, though. And that is what I was getting to, my friend. They are going to be... They are fun to watch. They are sorry as hell, but they are fun to watch. I tell you what, Trey Young, he is fun to watch, and I am he's, all in. Listen, I am... He's so good with his he, eyebrow hair. Is that a good friend's side, I would say? <laughs> he really do... <laughs> He really do. He looking. He a little looking like Bushy Brown Sensei from Naruto about the about the face. But the point is, the Hawks got Jabari Parker. Yes, they. Yes, yes, Ooh, we do. Yes. Yeah, we got for y'all team, but he gonna have so much fun. He listen. He is not gonna contribute <laughs> to a not gonna contribute to a motherfucking thing. But it's gonna be fun to watch. And I'm all listen. I am all in on knowing that you're gonna be sorry. But having fun and looking fun while you being sorry and occasionally getting a win. I can fuck with that. Yeah, he, he's gonna have a bunch of fun in Atlanta. Yeah. Like I just need the city. I don't I don't care what you do on the basketball team. He's gonna have fun in the city. Oh yes. Oh, you definitely gonna see that motherfuckers at in Linux at least three times a day. Oh yeah. He's you gonna definitely be out here in these streets. You he is def you're gonna see that nigga on every peace tree ever. Lord, y'all, y'all come in on a home stretch. Oh, he coming to he coming to one game drunk, like not even, not drunk. He coming to one game hungover. Yes, all hell. Yes, and still probably drop like fifteen on the loss. But you know what? It's gonna be <laughs> lit. It is going to be lit. Um, with that said, with that said, do you have any opening predictions on how this season is gonna play out? Because uh, I mean, we might as well have fun. The Wizards not gonna win fifty games again. Uh, well, um, they gonna do that anyway, cause that's just how they is. I like that. <laughs> Shout out to the good friends over at the High Noon TV show on ESPN. They talk about how Bowman is like, I'm 39 years old, I ain't never won 50 games in my life. <laughs> so yeah, I'm going out on a limb. I'm gonna say they ain't never, they ain't gonna win 50 games again. Uh, Jimmy Butler's gonna piss off the whole Heat team. Yes, I, I foresee that as well. Do you think he's gonna get traded again? I don't think he's going to get traded. I think what's going to happen is, like, because I'm looking at their roster now. This is a young team. And Jimmy um, the old head, right? Jimmy Jimmy is the Yeah, Jimmy 29. So, yeah, he he's the old head pretty much wherever he goes at this point. But, like, they got Udonis Haslam still. He's still in. Wait. Hey, Udonis, like, damn near 40? Udonis Haslam is 30. Yeah, yeah, almost 40. He's 39 years old. I, what the fuck? He's still playing. Duh. I. He's still on the team. I'm gonna put it. I don't think he play a whole lot. He but can't. I'm gonna put it he... to you like this. So when he was in college at Florida, I, I kind of pulled for Florida. They had the they had the black and blue garnets at the time with the fade, and so I liked watching Florida play. But I was like, ain't no way in hell like this dude who because like 
he was built like track the trailer back in his college days. I was like, yeah. ain't no way this dude have an NBA career more than like six or seven years. He dropped that weight and he is still in the league. Gotta be the second oldest, only to Vince Carter in the league. Yeah, because Vince Carter, li- Carter, Vince Carter is immortal at this point. Yeah, he gonna he's just gonna keep on shooting threes and doing like one dunk a month, and everybody like, <laughs> one, dunk a month. <laughs> one dunk a month. Everybody like, okay, oh, do Vince you, Carter. And do you think Vince? Because you you brought up um Bowen, I heard him talk about this on his part. Do you, th- in your opinion, is Vince Carter a Hall of Famer? Hell no. Okay. But but here's the thing. Here's the thing. I say that I gave that answer. Vince Carter's gonna be in the Hall of Fame. Like I'm, yeah. I'm, yes. I'm not even reckoning with it. It just is what it is. He's gonna get voted in because he like did some dunks and people like him, and he has filled a stat sheet like no other. Um, yeah. In a really long time. Yeah. Do I think he's but, a Hall of Famer? No. Do is I he gonna get in? Yes. Do I care that he gets in? No. Will I be mad if he gets in? No. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm not gonna like go all like pitchforks and flames on the dude if he makes it into the Hall of Fame. If he does, so be it, whatever. But right. as far as I'm concerned, eh, like his career's been like a really long yawn to me. So Yeah. Cause I mean the most meaningful basketball he's played is that tenure when he was on the Nets, him, Jason Kidd, and um and, and RJ? Well, at that time with the Magic at the beginning. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Because he really didn't do much with the Raptors other than dunk and fascinate us with dunks. And, which, I mean, good on him for that because, I mean, I never forget the damn dunk contest he got robbed. But No, nah, he, he, he didn't get robbed. The one that Steve Francis got robbed, maybe, but Hold on, wait, no, I'm thinking of um thinking of Wilkins. Yeah. Well not him. I'm thinking of um the one with um shit. Nate and Iggy when Iggy got robbed. That's what oh, yeah, Iggy Iggy got robbed. Right? Yeah, Iggy was... got robbed. That's what I was thinking of. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, yeah, he's he's not a Hall of Famer in in my opinion, though. No, no, no. The, um, I'm looking at Cavs roster and the, who who is the who is there? Who so is Kevin there? Love is still there. It, but uh, ain't, ain't he hurt? Yeah. The the <laughs> cheating Canadian is still there. Mm. Um, Colin Sexton is there. Mm. Um, Brandon Knight is there. He's still with us. Mm. He on like his 18, but yeah, he's still... Yeah, but yeah. yeah. Jordan mm. Clarkson <laughs> is there. John Henson is there. Wow. Larry Nance Jr., following Big Larry's footsteps, is there. Right. Yeah, any point. That's funny. Um, but yeah, what do you what do you think is gonna happen this season? What what have you got in terms of like maybe a surprise team or a disappointing team or? Um, I think the I think the seven sixes are gonna come up short again because I just I like they have the pieces, but I. Who on that team is gonna get? Who on that team is gonna Kawhi them like they got Kawhi in the playoffs last year? That is my that is my 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 that is my my question. Um, I don't expect the defending champs to do much because I mean most of that was Kawhi. Although I am rooting for my boy Siakam because I just feel like it's I feel like it's only right to root for Siakam. Um, I don't I don't know what the fuck is gonna go on in the West to be honest. Um I whew, I mm. Yeah, the West is gonna be a big cluster. The West like, is gonna be a big clusterfuck because it's so many like this is one of the most wide open seasons I can remember in a long fucking time. Because yeah. we all know the situation with the Warriors. Uh maybe the Timber maybe the Timberwolves squeaking now i mean the trailblazers i mean they did make it to the conference finals and then even though they got embarrassed i mean they weren't they were missing um was it nurkic yeah they missing nurkic, yeah, nurkic which, was out yeah which nurkic is nice he is nice yeah, he got game he can play yeah he, he um, and then he like a legit seven foot two like what the fuck you gonna do with that um so i don't know when he comes back i think he might be back for the at least for the for the playoffs 
Um, so I, you you got them. You got Denver, who nobody ever talks about them Denver, but when you look at their stats and their records, they're like surprisingly good. Um, and I guess nobody talks about them because it's Denver, and you know, favoritism towards bigger markets and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, then there's Utah. Um, I don't maybe Sacramento, maybe. I don't I don't know. It's 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 open sea it's open season on the net this season. Then you if you're traveling back to the east, I mean, is Kyrie is Kyrie gonna take the nets across the flat earth to at least be competitive? <laughs> like I, I don't I don't know. I don't know. Um who is gonna are the Knicks, the Hawks, the Magic, are they all going to tank again? Like, I, ju- I just don't know. Is one of them going to... Honestly, if I had to say a surprise... The Magic... I mean, they went to the playoffs last year, so they might... They might put it all together again and sneak in. Mm-hmm. It could be. You know who I think will be surprisingly good? Who's that? And, and this is just a hunch, and we just talked about them like while we open this segment, but I would not be surprised if the Miami Heat make a surprisingly dark horse run. I don't think they get into the finals at the fuck all, but I would not be surprised if they make it to at least the... Uh, win a couple rounds, make some noise. Yes. Yeah, I can yes. see that. Yes. I would not be surprised. Honestly, I because I that. I don't put shit past Jimmy Butler, and I can see... Mm. I can see a scenario where them where Jimmy get on them young boys' nerves and be like, okay, let's shut this nigga up. Like, let's play some ball because I'm tired of hearing this motherfucking ball. I can see that happening. Yeah, I think if Blake Griffin returns to full health, Detroit could be the team that does that. That'd also, be interesting to see. Yeah. Because that is that is a strange grouping of players, but they, they might be able to pull it off. Who knows? Yes. Um in the West, I think it's I just think it's gonna be the Clippers. I Yeah. I don't I don't see anybody beating them four times in a seven game series. No. They deep as fuck too. Like they got a like their whole entire bench is like a whole new starter five. Yeah. It is wild. Like they could just take out their most tired or their most uh you know, anybody in foul trouble or whatever. And they can just put the next guy in and just roll. Yeah. And the next dude gets tired, boom, we got the next guy. It don't matter what position, nothing. They can just roll. Mm-hmm. It like literally next man up, and they said so. I agree with that. I'm going to tell you right one, one thing, one, one motherfucking thing right now. I am only rooting for Russell Westbrook on the Rockets. <laughs> Which speaking of, speaking of, all you motherfucking Rockets fans, you ungrateful bastards. You spent an entire two to three fucking seasons shitting on Russell Westbrook for whatever God knows goddamn reason. Y'all spent two to three motherfucking moons piling on this man, saying that his MVPs didn't matter, saying that he's a stat chaser, when you literally have James Harden on your fucking team who does nothing but fill up stats his goddamn self. You motherfuckers did all that carrying on, all this motherfucking time. And what the fuck happens on the opening night? Nobody but Russell Westbrook shows up. I just want you bastards to apologize to my nigga Russie. That's all. That, get Russell Westbrook some help. They ain't gonna apologize. They don't. They don't got no proof. They don't care. I want to know where all you Harden MVP field the beard ass motherfuckers was when Russell was the only motherfucker on the goddamn team that gave it a fucking effort, in particularly in the fourth fucking quarter, when y'all say he is the most selfish and the most turnover prone and the most bad decision making and the least efficient. He was the only motherfucker that was efficient in a in a losing valiant effort because the rest of the team, including y'all's fave runner, MVP runner up, Mr. Efficient, Mr. Metrics ass, got a bag and took 84 years to fix his teeth faced ass James Harden was came up sorry. Motherfucker was like two for thirteen or some shit from three or some shit. But he <laughs> y'all motherfuckers turnover machine, but he y'all motherfucking MVP. Meanwhile, you go over there and see Russell filling up the stats. Didn't even have a bad field goal percentage, even from three. But y'all MVP James Hart. Fuck y'all. Go Russell Westbrook. Love the energy. 
No me, friend. No me. <laughs> no me. All right. So, yeah, I'm thinking, I don't know who's going to come out the East. It's so unpredictable. I think Clippers Celtics would be hilarious. Given all of the Celtics. I forgot about Boston. Like, what the fuck is Boston going to be like with, again, all those good players? Speaking of which, let me tell you something. One of the most hilarious tweets I saw from basketball total was somebody calling Jalen Brown, Tony Snell, but with facial hair. That shit took me out. <laughs> that shit. <laughs> Listen, when basketball Twitter be on some shit, they be on some shit, boy. I tell you what, they, they get deep into them. I I fucks with it. I fucks with the movement. I'm, I fucks with it. But Seth, the Celtics are another team where it's like they have like. But this has been the, the Celtics issue for a minute. They have a roster full of good to star players not even not superstar but good to star players but they don't know what the fuck to do with them and not too many people can get their own shot it's just a bunch of low spades that's yeah that's really all it is. Omani. they had they yeah. are a team full of low spades but and the what, highest the highest what, the fourth year in a row say what I what the fourth year in a row that they that they just been a squad full of low spades yeah 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 You're like man I, I i pray this night of spades does something yeah yeah, shit, I would, like, they got a bunch of, you know what they got? They got a bunch of four to eight spades. Probably the biggest one that they had was Kyrie, and Kyrie, I probably wouldn't give, in, in my humble opinion, I wouldn't give Kyrie no more than maybe, like, a uh, jack of spades. Fair. Fair. But, yeah, that I, and now that he gone, I mean, they got Kimball Walker, but, I mean, Kimball Walker is just, like, when you, when you get like the store brand Kyrie Irving, to be honest, I mean if we if we look at the if we look at the stats, they pretty much are kind of the same. It just Kimball doesn't have Kyrie's name. Yeah, and Kimball was all in the garbage Charlotte teams too. So yes, that's also true. Like Kimball never had this much talent around him, so maybe it'll change, but I don't see it because Kimba is also one of them cats that's kind of like stuck in their his ways. But I, I mean, see him, I can see him doing a little bit better. I can see him stepping up. That's true because you know I have to give him credit. At least, at least he don't think the earth is flat. So, so I'm like, you know, yeah. So you know what? Maybe maybe he'll get it together. But uh, sticking in the vein of sports, uh, a place that we go for a lot of our sports articles and sports related articles, um, and just general news because they do a pretty damn good job. Uh, Deadspin. Um, has new leadership, and what does that new, new ah, damn? I can't talk. What does that new leadership want them to do? Stick to sports. Stick to sports. Oh, in this article here, shout out to the, um, shout out to the Daily Beast reporter and also the big lead. Um, Deadspin's new bosses want the website to stick to sports, which by the very definition means presenting a wholly uncritical and incurious view. Of sports. This comes no less than a day after Dead Spin wrote an ironically hilarious article um, covering the uh, World Series in which they said that the fans did not stick to sports when they booed um, that man that white folks elected to be president at the game. That's right. And he earned every second of that booing, too. He absolutely. I mean, to be honest, he earns and deserves a lot more than booing. But you know what? I'm y'all were doing amazing, sweetie. Mm. Um, but yes, the people, um, as the article continues, the people of Deadspin would prefer not to do that for very good reasons. The main one being that type of content is a major track traffic driver there and pretty much elsewhere on the internet these differences appear to be irreconcilable and the latest bit of drama is spilling out into public the editorial director paul Madent, which that name wrote to deadspan's blog makers reminding them not to touch on pesky real world stuff when they could be writing about the philadelphia eagles games or posting web gems or whatever first of all do you know how brazen you got to be to write <laughs> to write to write a blog to your to your staff via a blog on your staff to be like hey y'all niggas stick to sports when you 
literally can go to y'all's website and most, if not damn near all of y'all shit is sports. However, because, you know, common sense and reality and social in society, a lot of politics and real world issues collide with sports because all sports is, is and always has been political. Like, like the audacity. And we all know what stick the sports is. Like, again, I, I brought up, you know, the fans booing that, that uh, man that white folks elected in the White House. We all know what sport, stick the sports means and the context stick the sports means. We all know. It's exactly. like, it's like hush. Basically, hush being journalists because we want to, we don't want to piss off all white right wing conservatives that keep our coins lined. That's really it. And and don't hurt our feelings too because as individuals we happen to support him as the president as well. That's the that's the that's the hidden subtext. But no, um, it sucks because it was like, all right, cool, we'll give us a place to write about politics, and that was what was called Splinter News. They they tore down Splinter, they took Splinter away. Um, mm-hmm. And and like the. You know, it was Gawker Media. Like, that arm is so huge. Like, they, you know, they have, you know, Kotaku and Jezebel and The Root and, you know, VSB writes under The Root. And there's a lot of stuff that, you know, covers so many different topics. And the thing about Deadspin is is that it's one of the forerunners as far as that whole umbrella goes in terms of getting these things covered and whatnot. And so when you tell them, hey, look, don't, don't write about this. Don't cross-promote this type of stuff, whatever, it's like you basically trying to neuter them because they have covered that stuff in, you know, hilarious but truthful ways, and mm-hmm. y'all basically telling them, no, don't, we don't like that. Right. They're actually doing what the fuck so many avenues and outlets in, you know what, I'm not even going to limit it to just the age of Trump, but just in general have not done, and that's journalism. Like, I've enjoyed theirs being for quite some time. Not just because they cover sports incredibly, but like you said, they cover, they actually do journalism. They do what you're supposed to do, cover a wide variety of topics. Yes, they do primarily focus on sports, but again, like I said, because so much stuff also ties into sports, because the society, we're not a linear, robotic-ass society, although a lot of people would want us to be um, for, (laughs) knock on wood, political reasons. Uh, They did a damn good job of what the fuck they were doing. And this new leadership is like, nah, we want to not piss off not only ourselves, but also these conservatives that put money in our pockets. Because the context is never used the other way around. Never. It's never used the other way around. It's always aimed at the left, quote-unquote, to appease and keep money flowing from the right. It's never the reverse. Yep, it's it's coddling. That's what it is. Yep. Absolutely. And, uh, so, and, and, oh. and they call the left snowflakes. The fucking... Put a pin in that. Put a pin in that. Uh, speaking of... <laughs> in, and I didn't know... No, he was still with us. News. Um, Brandon T. Jackson has spoken out, ladies and gentlemen. He is. He is. He has uncovered his truth. He is walking in his righteousness, and that he says his career was effectively ended. Not that I remember him having much of a career, but that's neither here nor there. He said that his career was ended when he put on a dress. Thank you, Bianca. He says that, <laughs> I actually was waiting on that. <laughs> he says his career was ended when he put on a dress in the sequel to Big Mama's House with Martin Lawrence. And I just have this question. What career did Brandon T. Jackson have? I'm not even being shady or funny or trying to be. Yeah, I was, I was wondering that, too. Um, so let's do a live look in that Brandon T. Jackson's Wikipedia article, shall we? Yes. Okay, so we know he was in uh Big Mama's House, the the part two. Mm-hmm. Um, that came out in what year was that? 2011. Yes. 
I'm looking back at his thing going. Apparently, his first appearance, his first credit appearance, was in 2001 in the movie called Nikita Blues. Has no Wikipedia article. Mm. He was an Ali and Eight Mile credited, uh, not even credited as a club goer. His first role of prominence, which is to say, like the the movie has a Wikipedia article and he has a credited character with a name. Was Roll Bounce in 2005. Mm. So Roll Bounce and Big Mama's House 2 are his, basically his claims to fame, more or less. Uh, well, so it continues. This Christmas he was in uh, Big Stan, which I don't remember, but has a Wikipedia article. It's a prison comedy. Let me just back the fuck back out of this. Um, <laughs> so, so he was in Tropic Thunder, and I think Tropic Thunder he also mentioned in... His whole thing as far as feeling like he was testing God or testing the black Hebrew Israelite God or whatever. The nigga is a black Hebrew Israelite. The motherfucker said that putting on a dress was punishment and the punishment was his career going south and never recovering. My nigga. My nigga. What? Like, like the motherfucker at the... (laughs) The mo- and I mean he quotes this the uh this this other comedian in the um in one of these articles, but the motherfucker act like he Cat Williams, like the motherfucker act like he, he had this incredible rise to success and then just and then just flopped and was like my nigga. I mean if you was first of all if you were so uncomfortable and then like the premise of being a man in a dress, then you shouldn't have took the role. That's number one. Number two. Beloved, I mean, granted, I am just a poor ass nigga working paycheck to paycheck in in Trump's America. So far be it to me to call anybody a flop or a bum. But my nigga, you was a flop and a bum at your crap. <laughs> I don't think the dress had anything to fucking do with it, my nigga. Right. Like that. Like I'm looking at this this really long list of movies that he was like a supporting character in, or movies that don't have Wikipedia links or both. Um, he was a supporting character, never main character. But continue, Bianca. And here's the thing: he's gonna be in Big Mama's House Four. Allegedly. Allegedly, his character is coming back for Big Mama's House Part Four. I don't know in what capacity. I don't know in what context. First of all, that sounds like a really strange quote to give. But it, yeah. First of all, first of all, I didn't even know there was a Big Mama's House Three. How the fuck we skip from two to four? Because I only know of two goddamn so, movies. Well, like like Father Like Son was Big Mama's House 3. Oh, shit. Remember two, Big Mama's House was 2000. Big Mama's House 2 was 2006, which was really, like, that. Was, that's a huge gap for a sequel. You know what I mean? Like that? Anyway. Yeah. Far be it for me to critique. Um, but then, yeah, uh, Like Father Like Son was the 2011 one. That he was on the, he was on the billfold for... Big Mama's House three, like it's it's Martin Lawrence's character and his character on the billfold. Martin Lawrence's name, his name on the bill. Nobody else listed. But his career, in, but his career went south after that. I, hmm. Well, I, hmm. well, I guess nigga. I mean, you you a black, a self-proclaimed black. Hebrew Israelite, so we already know how your get down is, to be perfectly honest. I mean, that's it. That's the tweet, so whatever, nigga. I mean, I... I, The movie also starred Jessica Lucas, Tony Curran, Portia Doubleday, Michelle Ang, Ang, uh, Emily Rios, Faison Love, uncredited. (laughs) Mm. Fuck? Mm. Mm. Martin Lawrence, the along Zachary Levi, Mark Moses, Emily Proctor, Kat Dennings, Chloe Grace Moritz, Marisol Nichols, Joshua Washington, Sarah Joy Brown, and Kevin Durand, with the D at the end, who were in Big Mama's House too. So it was a much different cast from the 2006 movie to the 2011 movie. Speaking of Face on Love, remember when he always went up for sick, for predators and abusers? Yeah, we. Uh... Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, speaking of an abuser, trigger warning. Yeah, he was talking about Bill Cosby and da da da. Um, he he even went against Hannibal Burris, which is a big mistake. I know, right? 
but speaking of an abuser, um, Nelly has settled one of his sexual assault lawsuits. Um, he has reached an agreement with his with with his accuser to settle the matter out of court, according according to him. Um, a woman in England filed a lawsuit about a year ago against Nelly for allegedly sexually assaulting her after a 2017 concert in Essex. Um, the accuser, who filed as Jane Doe, had proclaimed the rapper forced her to perform oral sex during a meet and greet. According to documents filed Tuesday in federal court entertained by TMZ, which TMZ is like the shade room, but not completely trash, but whatever. Um, <laughs> the accuser, the accuser has informed the judge that she and Nelly recently settled their dispute. Honestly, I was. I'm not even going to try to be like on some like psychic shit or like third eye shit or whatever, but I have wondered whatever happened to that, to, to that case because it was reported. They went to trial and like, or went to court and like, we heard nothing else of it because also they linked in this article that nearly settled with another accuser, like, before this one and that happened and like that one that wasn't even like really got an attraction traction for real so i was wondering because remember like it was a string of time where nearly got hit with like allegation after allegation after allegation and also that was during the time where at least on social media like disturbing videos kept popping up of nearly being mad weird with like young girls on stage and shit so I was wondering what happened with a lot of these cases. They settled. Um, I mm. I can't believe I streamed hot in her all the times in her to help him pay off his debts for this. <laughs> well done. Not, not for this, but for him to turn around and do this. Right, right, right. Right, right, right. It's like, how could you how, how could you betray my trust by being a goddamn creep? Yeah, I mean, it ain't like he got, like, a career right mm. now, right? Like, when's the last time he put an album out? Like, I don't know, singles he got going. He's just touring off his name and, like, doing EI for people. Or, <laughs> and those, like, and shit. I don't know. <laughs> EI, EI, no, no, I'm not popping right now. Underlay, underlay. <laughs> He's just going around singing, uh... Do you want to ride with <laughs> Nigga just going around saying, hey, it must be the money that I got to pay off in this singing. He's singing that song with Tim McGraw by himself. Over and over. (laughs) Damn. Oh, shit. Literally, because damn. These these sexual assault allegations just keep happening over and over again. Okay, that was that was that was too far. But he in there singing both parts of Dilemma and shit. Mm. <laughs> well, speaking of a dilemma, so trying to hit the high note. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that is the update on Nelly's. Um, I, I haven't liked Nelly in a long time. Remember back when he had the controversy at uh, Spelman, where he was like, "I'm coming to do this concert here, and I'm performing tip drill," and it was like, "You thought?" Bro, oh yeah, I remember that. I remember that. It was like, listen, they hit that. I, I. Um. But yeah, I, like you're not performing nothing drill here. Okay, you, uh, no drill. That is what the fuck you doing. No drill, no drilling, nigga. But um, yeah, I mean, people are still going to believe what they want to believe. Um, I again, I and I can speak for Bianca and for Will. Um, we believe victims until we have a reason not to, and we have. We still have not had any reason not to believe these multiple women that have accused Nelly. Um, So, I mean, hey, suffer, nigga. (laughs) That's all I got. Truly. Um, Bianca, if you have anything else, we'll move on to the next story. Uh, No, I'm I'm done dunking on Nelly's sad, pathetic ass. Yeah, speaking of sad and pathetic, um... 
disgraced comedian comic Louis C.K. announced that he is going on tour again. Um, I just one because it's breaking news. Um, even though we don't enjoy talking about the creepy motherfucker. Um, and then two, this is just another reminder to all of the. I don't want to say bitch in the morning because that's problematic, but I can't think of nothing else. So I'm just going to say bitch in the morning. Um, to all the people that bemoan about, you know, cancel culture and, you know, PC culture and quote unquote witch hunts and, oh, these accusations, you're ruining men's lives and da 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 da. The motherfucker literally is going on tour. The motherfucker literally did not see one goddamn day in jail and he's going on tour and he's being protected and lauded and applauded. So. Yeah, no, Jesus and Meryl cracked the code on this because they said in a previous episode on their podcast, they was like, getting canceled is just like getting, it's like playing Mario and you like Super Mario, but you get hit by an enemy and you just become little. You can still finish the board. You still might even, on the next board, get another power up. But it's been a while since somebody got like canceled and just like out of here, you know? Like that shit just doesn't doesn't happen anymore. And it's, it's sad. Like it, you know, I'm not trying to like downplay it or make it seem like it's. But also, like, even in his case, like, he's one of those who was like, nah, I don't care about the redemption arc. I'm just going to keep doing me. Yeah. Like, some people, you know, there's people out there who want to, like, I've been thinking about this recently. Like, I think Chrisette Michelle, like, realizes, damn, I really sold my people up the river for that damn job. And probably wants to try to make things right, I think. I don't know. I can't really prove that, but... Fair enough. Um, but sometimes, like, we... Like, sometimes people want that, and, like, they don't get offered even opportunity to make good on, like, acknowledging, yo, I fucked this up. I shouldn't have been, you know, on that tip. I was wilding. Um, yeah. Some people want their redemption and never get in there. Some people, like, like a Louis C.K., don't want that or don't give a fuck about that, yet people still extend that to them. Mm. Yeah, so I just I just want the spirit of discernment to be with us like a lot more assertively with these things. Um But no, I don't I don't I don't see anything good coming out of this Louis C. K. tour. I just see him I see him doing the same thing Chappelle did almost. Or like, you know, yeah. Chappelle was like you know, oh damn, people are criticizing me for, you know, going at this community so much. I'm gonna just keep going at them. And I, mm-hmm. I just I just feel it in my gut that Lucy I mean he's already been doing that because he's I mean he's he's announcing this tour but he's already had been doing like sets and standups and was shit mocking like his accusers and the Me Too movement and some of his sets from what I've seen so yeah he definitely gonna be on this Chappelle shit and uh, shit him and Chappelle are friends so I mean shit Chappelle was literally like one of his bits in like his last get down like so. I agree with that. Um, and also, I mean, you know, not the. This is also probably another opportunity for him to be a predator again, because I sincerely doubt he has learned or tried to change or reform any goddamn thing about his behavior. None, none at all. Um, Fubi Tang was a long ass time ago, and don't get me wrong, you can still enjoy that movie, but. It's not. It, it slaps. Don't get me wrong, but it's don't slap enough to overlook sexual assault. Right. Like again, like do do what you will with you know all of these things or whatever. None of these things, but don't use the fact that you enjoyed that as a means to make excuses for everything else he's done since. That's what people. That's where people really get caught up when they just start. Oh, so and so did this. Uh, like that one knucklehead we're not talking about. Oh, he mm. he doing this. And so uh, we don't have to worry about all of the. And it's like, no, we we do have to worry about people being idiots um, and using, you know, fucked up rationale to defend why they're being hurtful to people and shit like that. Um, so no, enjoy that over there and call him out for his bullshit, you know, over here or over somewhere else. But don't try to write off the fact that one thing happens and make it explain everything else or explain away everything else because no he's he's a head ass and he needs to be you know treated as such absolutely 
And speaking of head assery, we're going to take a break and then we're going to come right back with some HBCU confessions and close out the show. Thank you for supporting the Flawless Noises Media Network. You can visit FlawlessNoises.com for more information on our other wonderful shows. You can also connect with us on social media. Search for at Flawless Noises on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Go to FlawlessNoises.com store if you're interested in purchasing some merchandise. And if you really love us and would like some bonus content, subscribe to our Patreon. With $5 and $10 subscription levels, you're bound to hear something you like. Go to Patreon.com slash Flawless Noises for more details. We thank you for taking the time to listen to our shows and supporting your favorite hosts. Please feel free to share with your friends, family, co-workers, and more. Flawless Noises Media Network, get to know our sound. And now, back to your regularly scheduled programming. And we're back to close out the show. Let's do some HBCU confession, shall we? All That's right. Joe. <clears throat> yes, good. Let's see what head assery and fuckery you motherfuckers on for homecoming weekend and spooky did I, season. Did I, did I tell? I forgot to tell you this in the pregame, but I actually had a dream <laughs> the other night that I was back in like the world of like HBCU life because you know I went to HBCU and. Especially during homecoming time, like I think about that time a lot. Like some I wistfully and then some I like, ah, what if I go on a different HBCU other than the one I went to because you know reasons. Um, mm. <laughs> and no, for some reason I was I was at Suno's homecoming, Southern University of New Orleans, which I don't even know if they really do like a proper homecoming like that. But a whole bunch of people was around, and you know the party was around. Uh, it was around a tip-off of basketball season, strangely enough. And what it was was that, like, Suno's basketball team was basically projected to, like, send two guys to the NBA. And they were like, oh, they're about to run through the conference and just blow everybody out. It's going to be lit. It's going to be so lit that we basically going to run. You know how it's, like, Duke and, like, Kansas and them do, like, Midnight Madness? For, like, the start of, like, the, the team's, like, training camp and shit? Yeah. It was basically like, like yeah, we're doing homecoming around that for Suno. Mm-hmm. So let's see if Sudo comes up in any of these HBCU fashions. Just might. Just might. Never know. All right. Let's <laughs> Okay. Bianca, brace yourself. Because uh, okay. we Okay. We, we starting off with trash. <laughs> I'm oh, my God. Okay. I actually wish Will was here for this, but. <laughs> get, get, I'll, get, I will get channel our friend the best I can. Yes. <laughs> yes, please. Because we, we about to go left. <laughs> <laughs> okay, get it together, Jeremy. I'm gonna try to get through this without laugh. I was trading dick pics with my homers in the group chat, and whoever was the smallest had to pay for a Chick fil A, and I lost badly. Worst L of my life. Fam, you. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you? How? <laughs> Dog, Fabio is wild. Wow. On this shit. Maybe Every... when I regret my choice of homecoming uh, or HBCO, may- maybe I can pull Fabio out of the rotation of it. I don't. Maybe. What are they doing in Tallahassee? Jesus Christ. Yo, every time we do these fucking HBCU confessions, it usually be one or two where fam, you be wildin'. Boy, God damn. What is in the water? What is y'all doing? Do we need to send Kamala down there? Because God damn, y'all are going to jail. First of all, first of all, listen, 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 listen. I am not about to go full you niggas, how you niggas have been acting towards Tank in the conversation of my curiosity and all that stuff and me and sexuality and all that. With that said, why on earth would you have a dick pic competition with your boys in a group chat? Why? It's just like... It, it don't make sense. Why would you why would you do that why would you do that, Sharif? Y'all couldn't play Big Bank take Lil Bank? Like oh, Well shit, they played Big Dick take Lil Never mind. 
No, they, he, basically. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Like they they could they couldn't they couldn't do like the fat man scoop game but in reverse like you got a ten dollar bill put your hands up okay you got a ten dollar bill all right you still in the running you got a twenty dollar bill put your hands up all right you you and you y'all eliminated you got a fifty dollar bill put your hands up oh damn only I got a fifty dollar bill all right bet of it's all, up to y'all one of y'all gotta pay now <laughs> of of all the toxic things that you niggas could comp- com- compete you against yourselves with, you chose dick pics, my nigga. Like what? <laughs> and then the and then the, the smallest one had me bust a Chick Fil A. Like what? <laughs> damn, Chick Fil A just taking L after L after L. God damn. Y'all uh, couldn't. And and then like on top of that, fam, the Popeye's chicken sandwich was coming back soon. Like, like what are you my, doing? Like you did you did not have to do this. Like there's there are so many courses of action that y'all could have taken other than doing this. Like this is just this is just stupid. That, it's just stupid. It's just, stupid. Just no, there's no damn reason. For no, as, <laughs> as Michael Blackson would say. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. Okay. In the in the in the vein of dick pics, take, speaking of taking L, I was messing with this girl at Clark, and things were going actually well. One day she asked for a dick pic and said it looked weird and curved, which hurt my feelings to BH. And she ghosted me. It wasn't even bad. Morehouse. Man, hmm. this, this is a terrible night for dick pics. I tell you what. Yeah. Uh... Damn, and then because you know normally niggas unfortunately send unsolicited news and dick pics and shit. My nigga, she asked for it and said, "Is that it?" <laughs> it was like I'm good. My bad. Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> why? Why so, I ask? No, you know she said sorry to this man. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Damn. Damn. She asked for the hammer. She asked for the hammer and got a thimble, and she said sorry to this man. Damn, you hate to see it. Oh my God. Fam said it hurt his feelings. You know he's sincere because most niggas. You know, most niggas cuss and throw rants and raves and shit. And not saying he probably didn't do that, but he wrote on this post like he he was just like, damn. Like he's, he's you know, he was he was that gift of um Alonzo Mourning shaking his head on the on the bench. I'm saying he just sent the Friday face gift uh Friday face emoji back. Yes. <laughs> the one with the wild curve in it. Yes. <laughs> yes. Damn. Damn, my nigga, you should have wasn't all I was no nah, never mind. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. I was finna give terrible advice. Absolutely. I was I was I was ready for him to say that she sent one back and I was about to be like, hey man, you, you just you won. Oh listen, I was gonna say, <laughs> I was gonna say Twitter Twitter catching on in real life. I tell you what. Whew, all right. Okay. Next okay. <laughs> so I cheated on my ex with a drug dealer that I don't want nor like. I thought it was an innocent thing and I would be able to secure a bag by friendship, but I got too involved. I want my ex back, but I don't know what to do. Any advice? Anonymous. Um, let's be short and sweet with this one. You don't get your ex back. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's it. That's the tweet, to be honest. Yeah, you, you don't. Sorry. It's 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 over. It's finished. Um, You're in college. There are other people. Find some of them. Yes. And then find one of them. Or if y'all are doing the polyamory thing, find, you know, multiple of them who are well communicated with and understand each other's situation. Yes. It's not that hard. It, you can you can you can manage it, I promise. It I believe true. in you. It is truly not that hard. It's I believe I, b- I believe in you. I, I mean I mean, you did write in to this page anonymously. So my hope is on a on a curve, but you know what? In general, win, young young person, win. But just do not ever. Not do even it. win. Just do your best. Yeah, yeah. Just do 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 your average, sweetie. Do do your best. Try hard. Yeah. <laughs> don't try. don't be it. Don't try too hard, but try hard. Yeah. Don't. Yeah. 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 Do what you can do, but also, yeah, you yeah. know your limitations. Yeah. Uh, oh shit okay miss um <clears throat> i <laughs> this person also can't spell but it's fine <laughs> i 
I had sex with a Q protected, but he gave me head and now I have an STD. Fuck you to the Q. When you ask me if I like dogs, I meant I like clean dogs, not dirty dick dogs. But how did, never mind. Um, let this be a warning to all y'all females. Don't mess with fraternity guys. DSU. DSU. Is that Delaware State? Is that Delta State? Is that... Ah, it gets so confusing. Right. Because the advice you give out could vary based on which uh, HBCU it is. Right. Oh, man. I hate this so much. Delaware uh, State. You know what? Let's, let's go ahead and assume it's Delaware State. That seems like a very fair thing to do. Um... Let's see, you're not that far from Philly, you're not that far from D.C., you're not that far from Baltimore. Okay, bad idea. Um, no, you're not that far from... <laughs> <laughs> you beat me to it. Because <laughs> I was about to say, okay, okay Bianca, you a little too, little too much sauce on it. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm playing, flying too close to the sun. Oof. Yeah, you, 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 I mean, like, like the person who wrote this, you're playing with fire. My bad. <laughs> yeah. Um... No, nah, but to the point, uh, there, uh, there ain't a whole lot to put in that at the feet exclusively of, like, fraternity people or, like, Qs or whatever. Um, just niggas be lying. That's that's really, that's a real issue right there. Niggas be lying. And um, you got lied to in college, like. Congratulations, niggas. Frontal cortexes ain't fully formed yet, and you got got. Um, having said that, you can bounce back from this, unless the STD starts with the letter H, in which case, stab him. Yes, absolutely. We listen, listen, listen. We here at the Crown and Collars podcast are an advocate. We are actually a force. We are a squadron. We are a voice for the doctrine of stab him. When in doubt, stab, stab it him. You show title. I'm so sorry, everybody. <laughs> show title. That is the show title. When in doubt, stab it out. I am so sorry, everyone. It's fine. You in walking in the spirit of will. You are doing amazing, sweetie, with the show title. All right. All right. We got a. Uh, we got. We got one more. We, we got one more. We got, got one more. more. Okay. We got one more. All right. I was fucking with this guy before the semester started, and he started messing with my roommate. So I started fucking with his roommate for revenge. Now he wants to have sex again, but but I think we should all have a foursome. L U. I gotta say, I don't like this idea very much. Nah, nothing, nothing about this is gonna end well for you, sweetie. No. Um, this is how you gonna fuck around and catch your STD like in the other. One. <laughs> 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 that was trash. I'm sorry. Good go, Bianca. That was, <laughs> that was trash. <laughs> yeah, y'all gonna be burning like them goddamn wildfires in California. <laughs> Yeah, LU. So is this Langston University in Oklahoma? Probably not. Lincoln University in Pennsylvania? Probably more likely. Uh, yeah. I don't have any regional-based uh, ideas to, to dispense in this case. Um, because those are two wildly divergent po- possibilities. Um, I guess generally speaking... Um, and also, I'm kind of sad that we didn't get one from Sumo. Um, Same. Just keep keep doing what you're doing. Again, this person's an ex. Just move forward. You got a good situation going with, with this person's roommate. As it turns out, roommates ain't permanent. Like, if if you and Buddy, like, that, that you know, the roommate, if, if y'all stay together long term, he's probably going to want to get a different roommate by the time... You know, his lease renewal comes up anyway, so you can start, you can keep seeing the roommate in peace, and the roommate doesn't even have to have that attachment anymore. You can just be like, dude, I'm sleeping with now. Yep. 
So play it but cool. Either way, no, cool. none of this is gonna end well. No, none of it ever does end well. That's why they write in the HBCU fashions. That is that is that is why we have you, Bianca, because you 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 come with the true tea. And the true tea is all of y'all are going probably going to end up in jail because you're writing into HBCU confessions. Camilla is coming to uh, swoop you up and at least just talk to you. She might not put you in jail, but she's coming to talk to you. Yeah, she probably, yeah, yeah. She's probably just going to talk to you, say that you probably need to get a job. And that's about it. Well, speaking of job, I think we did ours, and that has been the Crown and Collars podcast for tonight, ladies and gentlemen. That's all the time we have for today. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. Thank you for supporting the network as a whole. Make sure um, everybody's promoting it. I'm going to promote it here. We finally have a live show. We have a venue that that wanted to actually make money with us and was not playing in our goddamn face, uh, which we appreciate. It's the Flawless Noses Media one-year anniversary live showcase. Um, it's going to be here in Atlanta, Georgia. Um, at a place called Rehearse Live that is not too far from me, actually. Um, hey. It is going... Not, listen, okay? Location, location, location. <laughs> it is going to be a celebration of the network. Um, for, first of all, shout out and congratulations to Curtis and Candace for shit, doing the damn thing um, for a year now and continuing, and thank them for allowing us to be a part of it. Um so very proud of them. Um, it is going to be a segment with uh, not only um, Bree from Mama Meets World, but also Gary of Mystic Moments. Um, and then the main attraction is going to be a live episode, a live showing of Ratchet Ramblings with me, Curtis and Candace being trash pretty much, but live and in color. So come out. Um, tickets are available now. We at 25 of the dollars um which i don't think is is asking for too much for, because you get basically three shows and a lot in in one live show um we have some other things planned so get your tickets um we the link will be in the show notes and on all of the shows um and network social medias so look out for that um we hope to see you um, far as this show, uh, we are still working on our compilation episode celebrating five years of Crown and Collards. Um, we um, also, um, behind the paywall, me and Bianca, we do Bring It Bike, which we actually are going to do, what, tomorrow night, Bianca? We'll get it done. Yeah, I mean, we literally ain't got no choice but to get it done. But, <laughs> um so there's that and uh, make sure you are sharing the show with your friends make sure you leave us some new reviews um on our on our wherever you find your and listen to your podcast um no one star wolves please please thank you so much um share the show tell a friend tell a friend use hashtag crown of collars when you're live listening i think that's it i can't think of anything else um so unless bianca has anything to close out with again we are out <laughs> <laughs>